0: I'm Derek.
1: And I'm Melissa.
0: And you're listening to Seven Minutes on Earth.
1: And our time starts in three, two, one. Episode 12 Praying as a Family.
0: All right, Melissa. Well, uh, let's talk about creating a family culture of prayer. Okay. I think there's three things to keep in mind here. So I'll take the first, you take the second, and then okay. I'll take the third. Sure. The very first thing to keep in mind is that because everyone chooses to follow Jesus, that means everyone is being uh, made holy by Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to be transparent to others that you aren't perfect in your process, you're right. not perfect in your journey. Right. So it's important that kids see actually that the parents are growing that they're able to apologize when they've blown it. And guess what parents, you're not gonna be perfect. You're gonna blow it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's important that they see you pray to God, asking God for guidance and direction mm-hmm. in decisions. They don't need to see every decision, but they absolutely need to see that you are reliant on God for answers and reliant yeah. on God for prayers, that your your first instinct is to go to God. And that's because you're demonstrating humility. You're, mm-hmm. you're demonstrating that your life depends on his direction, right, and so there's lots of ways to be transparent. Um, one way is to let them see you do your quiet time in the morning. The next is just to say, "Listen, I'm just let me let you guys in on a, a struggle that we're facing. You know, we're mm-hmm. you know we can't buy everything we want to buy, right. and so we're just going to pray that God is going to help make our ends meet this month." Sure. there's lots of ways to be transparent. The other thing I would say is because everyone is at a different place, if your child comes to faith. Uh, in Jesus, and uh, let's say down the line they get afraid of the dark or uh, there's a situ- there's a bully at school mm-hmm. or there's a situation happening in their life that the adult has already been through and kind mm-hmm. of already navigated, um, though it's helpful to give tips, right. it's probably better simply to take the child seriously mm-hmm. and recognize that that's where they're at in their journey of faith and right. then help steer them to say, okay, well, what should we do about that? Mm-hmm. They say, well, I don't know, beat the bully up. I don't know. um, Keep the light on in the room. Mm -hmm. Instead, redirect that and say, no, the very first thing we want to do is pray to God because God is bigger than the dark and he's bigger than the bully and he's bigger than your situation. Mm -hmm. And then to go to the Lord in prayer that way. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be the very first tip. Be transparent.
1: Okay. Um, the second thing that you can do is just start by helping your kids to be thankful thanking god uh, we would uh, say a prayer before the meal each evening and we'd thank god for the food um, we'd thank him for the day that he just brought our kids through um, at school or if someone had had a test we'd thank him that uh, he was with that person during the test helping him to be calm and focus um, other ways that we would uh, you know just be thankful to god and um, have the kids help us to say a prayer of thanksgiving was um, we traveled quite a bit as missionaries we'd be driving from one country to another country so we would always say a prayer before we would get started you know just praying for safety and good weather but then when we arrived we'd also say thank you thanking God that he brought us there safely, and the kids could kind of see how that worked and be appreciative. And um, I think in that way, it really kind of helped shape that culture of thankfulness, not only to God, which is so important, but just being thankful to one another kind of bled over into relationships within the family and without the family.
0: Yeah, it's so important to help uh, our kids, help the family not view God as a cosmic Santa Claus. Right, right. Like we only go to God with our list of requests. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, so it's important to really balance that out with a lot of gratitude. Right. Right. Um, gratitude, uh, there's just so much that comes under the heading of gratitude that's so healthy mm-hmm. for character right. and healthy for dependency and for humility and mm-hmm. um, just for fostering a good family culture in general. Mm-hmm. The opposite, of course, is gra- of gratitude is entitlement. Yeah. And too often we feel entitled to God's blessings, mm-hmm. and I think that's wrong. Right. All right, here's the third thing: find what's work, what works for your season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we all go through different seasons of life. Sometimes your kids are really little. Sometimes they're teenagers, right? Sometimes they're they're grade schoolers or in between. Uh, Melissa and I are in an empty nester kind of phase yeah. of life right now, um, and so you need to find what works in that season that can communicate or celebrate prayer differently. Let mm-hmm. me just give a couple examples. Um, Years ago, I went on two uh, trips to the Ukraine and one of the, uh, Ukrainian Christian practices is they'll stand behind their chair before the meal to give thanks. Mm-hmm. Then they'll sit and eat the ma- meal. No one is mm-hmm. dismissed until they all stand up, mm-hmm. push, push, uh, push the chairs back into the table and pray again. So they actually pray twice over meals. Mm-hmm. And so when I came home, um, That was one of the things I thought, okay, let's import that for a season just to teach kids. For a a season, uh, we didn't do that. And I just kept the guitar Mm -hmm. close to the dining room table because I wanted us to sing two songs before we left the table. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they were always worship songs and everyone had to sing or no one got a chance to leave. No one could leave. Now that wasn't to force singing. No. That was to force a dependency, an atmosphere that is dependent Mm -hmm. on God. That's really an atmosphere of prayer in in worship. So I think you have to figure out kind of what works for the season you're in. When the boys were uh, teenagers in Virginia, uh, we didn't do that as much. Mm -hmm. Uh, We started off that way, but then we started to realize we need to adjust this because, and by the way, you know when to adjust when it starts to feel so ordinary that people are just getting through it, right? Right, and so you want to uh keep it going so that they have to persevere and endure, right. but you don't want to go so far that it becomes too easy.
1: You don't want it to become just sort of almost a mindless habit. You want there to be some thought, um, within it and just you know keep that sense of appreciation going where it's not like I have to do this, but I want to do this,
0: yeah. Now, remember, it's up to you. And your spouse to create a family culture.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Cultures are going to happen. They're either going to happen accidentally or they're going to happen on purpose. And once you discover that you can actually purpose your culture, Mm -hmm. it starts to shape what you celebrate, what you don't celebrate, Mm -hmm. what you talk about, what you don't talk about, the stories you tell, the stories you don't tell, or how you tell the stories. So uh, it's so important to create a family atmosphere of prayer that keeps God at the center of all things. Thank you.